Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so glad that you are here today. I hope that you are having a beautiful day and that if you are in a place where it is summer right now, because this is heard all around the world, but if it's summer where you are, I hope that you're staying cool. Because for me, I've already had enough of the summer and it's only the beginning of August. So stay cool this summer and drink your water and all that good stuff. So today we are going to be talking about learning to dance in the rain. And I want to explain a little bit about how I come up with the topics for the week. So unless I have a guest, I usually don't pick my topic until a few days before the show. The reason for that is that a lot of times things happen throughout the week that trigger a a good show idea and something that I want to do immediately. That's kind of what happened this week, except I was having a really, really hard time deciding what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to talk about this general topic of, you know, when life gets crazy and you just can't keep up with it or something. And I, I just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't grasp a hold of it. And then something really cool happened to me yesterday. I was grocery shopping and I, well, let me back up a little bit, first of all. So my grandmother, Kitty, she is from Holland. Um, she was born and raised there. And I am I love my ethnicity. I love to talk about the Dutch people. It, it's something that I just love. And one of the signs that I have for my grandmother are Stroopwafel cookies. And the reason for that, besides just that they're a Dutch cookie, is that a few days after she passed away, my family and I went to Florida to go to Disney World. And that's where my husband and I got married. And I was a little bit nervous, you know, to, it had been a long time since I had flown and, and I was leaving the dogs at home. And, you know, all, all those worries that are going through your head. I was really, really stressed and <clears throat> sitting in my seat, you know, thinking it's going to be a good trip, but, but relax, relax. And then all of a sudden I had this feeling to reach into the seat pocket in front of my husband, not my pocket, but his. I reached in and I pulled out a Stroopwafel cookie and um, I was blown away. I At that point, I wasn't, I hadn't opened these abilities yet, so I didn't know how this really worked. So I was under the impression that it took a while for spirits to be able to communicate with you, but this showed me that they can communicate with you really soon, maybe even right away, right? So that was awesome, first of all, but it said more to me than that. It was my grandmother saying, relax enjoy your trip, relax. I knew I wouldn't see that cookie if I needed to worry about the trips. So I did, I relaxed. I, that cookie helped me to relax. So then yesterday I was grocery shopping and there's a million and one things going through my head right now. And I'll talk about that in a little bit, but there's a lot of changes happening and I am really having a hard time kind of knowing how to navigate. And so I was thinking about all of these things and worrying, 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 still not able to pick a topic for this week. And I go to my car and I'm putting the groceries in the car. And all of a sudden this woman walks up to me and she hands me a bag of Stroopwafel cookies. And she says, I want to give you this bag of cookies. They're from my country. 
And she has a really thick Dutch accent. And I immediately knew what was going on. I was like, no way. <laughs> and so, you know, I didn't want to just be like, let me guess you're Dutch. Um, I said, what country? And she said, I'm from Holland. And I said, yeah, I recognized your accent. I said, because my grandmother was born and raised in Rotterdam and lived there during World War II. And um, so it was really like, first of all, out of the blue. Second, this woman had no idea what she was doing. She thought she was just doing something nice for somebody or, you know, maybe she was trying to introduce somebody that didn't know about her country's cookies to them. She had no clue what was actually going on, which was my grandmother telling her to give me those cookies because I knew instantly when I saw those cookies that she was saying, relax, everything's going to be okay. Just relax and enjoy the ride. And I just kept hearing this kind of like dancing in the rain, dancing in the rain. And then I actually, it's a, a weirder kind of coincidence, but it's not a coincidence is I was, I have an AI app that I use sometimes when I'm having a hard time with like wording something or whatever. And so I asked the AI app, I said, I want to do an episode of my radio show about when times are tough. And, you know, I gave a few other explanations and it gave me like 10 topics and it said in there, the dancing in the rain. And I was like, okay, that one just really stood out to me. And I was like, you know what, that's something that I've been seeing a lot of lately too, is this, um, you know, instead of, instead of, um, you know, when the storm hits, that you're afraid of the storm, that you're dancing in the rain. And I, I really resonated with that. And so that's the one that I decided to go with. I feel like my grandma was saying to me with those cookies, that that's what I'm supposed to do, that this might not be the easiest time in my life. And I don't need to pretend that it is. But if I can learn to dance a little bit in it and to enjoy the ride a little bit, that it will be a lot easier for me. I've talked a little bit in weeks past about changes that are coming, uh, but now they've hit. And what I mean by that is that um, actually today kicks off the beginning, <clears throat> excuse me, of the changes. So my sister and her family are moving to Las Vegas, as well as me and my husband are moving to Las Vegas. But my sister is going now. But her fam her husband and one of her daughters are staying back in Susanville, where she lives, to wait for their house to sell. And she's taking her youngest daughter to Las Vegas to get her in school because Monday is when school starts. So this was a really hard decision for Amanda to, to make. And I've talked to her and she's okay with me talking about whatever in her situation that I'd like to talk about because it does fall into to all of this and it will all make sense. So today Amanda's coming here to take my car because I'm going to be selling her my car um, because our daughter's going to school. So I'll be taking her car when she goes to school. So today I say goodbye to one of the favorite cars I've ever had. Um, I actually, it's weird because when I was in my 20s, I did this, um, it was like a questionnaire for a pet sitter's magazine. And they asked me what my ideal car was, what, you know, my dream car. And I said that it was a Volkswagen Touareg. Well, they don't make those anymore, but I bought the Volks Volkswagen Tiguan, which is basically the same thing. So I have the car that I said was my dream car when I was in my 20s. And I love this car. I call her Tiggy Tiguan. And I'm sad to part with her. But I know that this is a start to my sister's new adventure in Las Vegas. And so I'm going to give up my car. And that's, you know, seems minuscule, but everybody has their own things, you know. Um, 
So today she comes here to get that. And then she goes to Las Vegas. And I know that this is like the beginning of the big changes. In two weeks, we take our daughter to college in San Francisco. And that is a whole other set of issues because if you have children or had one that has gone to college, it's tough because there's a part of you that's like, you know, okay, they're an adult now and this is what they need to do and go on with their lives and blah, blah, blah. But it's still like, whoa, this is a huge change. And, you know, you worry about all of the things that parents worry about and everything that goes with that on top of having to get set up for all of this and and buying all the things that she needs and, and all of that. That's a whole separate stressor. Now, if you are anything like my grandmother, Kitty, and how I spent many, many years being myself, you might pick apart these situations with every little thing that could go wrong. My husband actually is kind of like, he's overthinking. He's doing some of this, like, how's she going to get groceries back? Because she doesn't have a car. Excuse me. You know, all those things that you do worry about. Those things the universe has tried to teach me to stop worrying about. To stop worrying about all of the little details and just kind of go with how things are going to go. It doesn't mean to be naive. It just means that sometimes we have the ability (laughs) to overthink. And most of the time when we overthink, the things that we're overthinking about don't happen. So one of the things that's like the most stressful for for me, because like I said, we're also moving to Las Vegas, is how we are going to transport three dogs, huge dogs, to Las Vegas in one car because we feel like they should all be together, right? And our 175-pound Great Dane does not go in the car very often. He is huge, and he can't jump anymore. So, And he will not, like, get up on stairs. So this is something that we've had to, like, decide how we're going to do this, and we're going to rent a van so that we can take them all together. If I let myself... If I let myself do this, I could sit here and think of all the ways this could go wrong. And I have. I'm not saying that I haven't thought of some things. You know, you're driving through the desert. It might be towards the end of summer, but driving in the desert in a van that you know nothing about, anything could happen. But my mind, I have to try and and turn those things off. And that's something that the universe has really taught me when it comes to these times where it's so, so hard to see the positive in things is it's taught me that if I do that, if I continue to see all of these negative things that could possibly happen, I'm taking any joy out of it. How am I supposed to enjoy the fact that I'm moving my family to a new place if I'm constantly worried about all of the things that could possibly go wrong along this journey? It's human for us to do that, especially if you've been raised that way. Like my grandmother, she she was who I spent most of my younger years with. So I really picked up a, on a lot of her habits. And that was one thing that she did is she just an- overanalyzed everything and could pick every, you know, the little pieces out of what could possibly go wrong. So the universe has tried to teach me not to do that. And that's something that I've really put into play with this, or I've tried to, I'm really, really trying to. And so that's why I'm bringing this up because I feel like this is something that a lot of people probably do, that you just let your mind go when you're in these spots where life just doesn't seem to be going the way that you want it to go. We seem to think it's never going to get better for whatever reason. That's a whole other issue. 
not thinking it's ever going to get better. And I did used to sit in that as well. That's something that the universe has had to teach me. Like when my mom passed, there was no blue skies ahead. It was just dark and nobody could have told me otherwise. Even if you would have said 20 years from now, you're going to be much better. I would have been like, no, how's that possible? How (laughs) How is it even possible? Well, it is because time heals and time changes things. So when we're in these times of you know, we, we want to dance in the rain, but we can't. We have to remember that, that these tough times, these whatever is the, the reason why it's tough, whether it's financial or it's your job or it's your family or whatever, those tough times never stay. Things change constantly. Life is just a series of ups and downs. It's It's like a roller coaster, right? And you have to decide on this roller coaster of life how you're going to take it. There's this meme that I see that goes around sometimes. It's it's like one, I want to say that it's like an original meme that I saw many years ago. And I don't even know if it fits into the meme category, but what it is, is it's these women that look like it's, you know, like maybe the 50s, 60s, or even earlier than that. I'm not sure. But there's two women that are on this ride at uh, a fair. And it's one of those rides that just kind of goes around in circles, but it can be a lot of fun. It depends on the way you look at it. So these two ladies are having a great time, but behind them, there's two women that are sitting there and they're, they hate it. They absolutely hate it. So you can enjoy the ride. You can learn to enjoy it. Even during the tough times, even if it's going round and round, it's about learning to recognize that this is not always the way it's going to be. And that it's okay to feel things while it's going on. Sometimes I get readings from other psychics. And I actually have four or five over the last, I don't know, six months that I've had that are all typed out from the people that did them. And I go back through these to try and help myself. They remind me of what's to come. And that my intuition is on point with it and it helps me. But one of the things that is a consistent in these is to feel your feelings. All of the psychics have said this to me, make sure to feel your feelings while this is going on, because a part of our journey here is not just to be happy. It's also to feel the negative. It's to feel what it's like to be human. Because when we cross over to the other side, these human emotions, we don't have those anymore. We take with us our personality and and all of that. But the way that my mother described this to me once is that our best day here is our worst day there. So just imagine the day that was the happiest so far in your life. And you might even have days coming that are happier. And imagine that being the worst day. There are, there's no judgment there. There's no any of that. So while we're here, we have to feel it. We have to experience it. We have to go through it. And I try and explain this to people a lot of times when they're like, I don't understand why life has to be like this. Why does it have to be so rough all the time? Well, it's not rough all the time, but if it was good all the time, it wouldn't be life. It would be heaven. And what's the point? Because if things are always good, what do you learn from? Yes, we learn things when times are good, but for the most part, if you look back to the times in your life where you've learned the most, they probably were some really difficult times. My mom passing away, my divorce, taking care of my grandmother. Those are some of the times in my life that I feel like my struggles have been the hardest. 
But I learned so much from all of those times. Those times made me the person that I am today. So we can't discount when our life is feeling this way, when we feel like nothing's going to go our way or you know, one of the things that I do is I guess I'm like, it can't possibly go this way. Like, you know, I'm a psychic. And so I hear things. And like I said, I get other psychic readings and I still a lot of times don't believe it. I still sit here and go, nah, I can't possibly go that way. That would be too good to be true. Right. But anything's possible in this universe. And this kind of goes back to the law of attraction of that. If we're sitting here all the time thinking, nah, this isn't possible, then we're pushing those opportunities away. And for me, I've been doing a lot of that. And that's something else that has consistently come up in these readings that I've had is that I was going to reach a point where I stopped doing that. And I'm trying really hard to reach that point for a lot of reasons. But let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I'm actually going to tell you some of those reasons. And then we will talk more about how we can really learn how to dance in the rain, how to take the things that the universe is throwing at us and use them to our advantage instead of making things more difficult in our life. So stay tuned, friends. We will be right back after the short break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guest will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, everyone. I'm so glad that you are here today. 
today we are talking about learning to dance in the rain. And, you know, I understand that a lot of times people look at me and they go, you're a psychic. So you have to know what's coming in your life, right? Well, that's not necessarily how this works, which is a lot of times why, like I said, I do uh, ask the opinion of other psychics. One of the things that happens when it comes with psychic ability is that you have to really like differentiate between the messages and your own voice. And sometimes when you're in these times and your vibration is low, for me at least, it's hard to tell the difference between an intuitive thought and my own ego. And that's really what it is, is it is ego. If we're telling ourselves or we're hearing a message of you're not going to be able to do this or anything negative, that's your ego. So that is one of the ways that I try to separate the messages but I still don't know everything that's going to happen to me. I was told probably four years ago that we were going to move to Vegas at some point. And when I heard it, I was not happy. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to believe that it was my own voice because this was very early on. And so I was still learning to differentiate, but I, I realized now it was not my own voice. I didn't tell my husband for a little while because I knew he wasn't going to be thrilled either. And then finally, one day I felt like you need to tell him that at some point you're going to be moving to Vegas. And I told him and I, he was not not super thrilled. But we've had this time to adjust to the fact we didn't really realize up until maybe a year ago that that's the way that this was going. And it's interesting because one of the ways that I, I knew for sure was I was sitting outside one day and I was staring at the clouds and I could see the letters. I could see Vegas. And I have pictures to prove this, that the letters were in the clouds. And I knew at that moment that that was the next journey for us was to go to Vegas. And if you don't know much about me, I lived in Vegas for 15 years. So I grew up here in Southern California. And then at 18, I moved to Las Vegas. And then I moved back here in 2010. So I've been here back here for 13 years. So now I'm going back to what feels like a second home, but at the same time is not the place that I really ever thought I would see myself going again. And I'm still having a really hard time with this. So I put myself in the position of people that might not know when things are coming into their life. Because if I didn't have these abilities, I wouldn't know that this is where we're supposed to go. And I still do sometimes question it, but the universe has shown so, so, so many signs. But one of the reasons why I'm not told everything and these things have to develop for us like they do for most people is because how relatable am I to you if I know everything before it's going to happen? If I'm told you're going to move to Vegas and it's going to be good and this and that and the other and blah, 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 how is that normal? So as this has all developed, the whole storyline between the move, what I have had to do is trust my intuition, trust that what I was feeling was correct. There are certain things that, you know, your intuition tells you. And if you pay attention to them, you can really, really go by it really um one of the things that has stood out to me was when i first started looking at homes in las vegas when i would look in areas like where i used to live like in, in summerlin is where i used to live i would get nauseous 
literally nauseous. And that's where I started looking first. And so I thought, how can it possibly be Vegas that we're supposed to move to when I'm literally getting nauseous? So if you're ever in a situation like that, where you're like trying to make a decision and just looking at pictures of something makes you feel that way, then I would say that's a big fat no, that you're not supposed to go that direction. Then I started looking at homes in Henderson and it felt better. So my intuition has guided me that that's where we're supposed to move. So that's where we are looking. So the universe will help us all with this intuition if we are willing to listen to it. But like I said, I have to be relatable to you guys. So I don't know everything that's coming and I have to work through a lot of this. And even the things that I do know are coming, I still second guess and I still have a lot of doubt because I am human. And I, my friend Lee, she said this, and she puts up videos sometimes like reels and stuff. And the st- one stuck out to my husband as well was that if a spiritual person tells you that they don't struggle and that they're not going through some stuff and that they don't doubt and they don't question things, no, they're they're handing you a line. Because just because I'm spiritual and I live my life this way and I let the universe guide me, it does not mean that I trust 100% that things are going to go the way that I feel they're going to go or the way that I've been told by other psychics they're going to go. I have to trust. We all have to trust. That's what they're trying to show you through me is that if you trust the universe, if you allow it to guide you, that it will guide you into some some amazing things. Because let me tell you what, right now, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I want to stay here in California. I don't want to go. Um, but I'm going to. And I'm going to, and I know it's going to be beautiful. I can feel it. I can feel that the universe is doing this for beautiful reasons, but I, it's, there's so many reasons why I can tell you that I'm just not, you know, wanting to go. <laughs> the heat is one of them, of course. And, and that's what everybody says. Do you know how hot it is there? Yeah, I do. Cause I lived there for 15 years. I know how hot it is, but I'm also going to miss my home here. I'm also going to miss everything about Southern California, except like traffic and stuff like that. But I know that the universe is guiding me in a direction to the things that I need and that my husband needs and our family needs because that's not here. The opportunities are not here. So we have to trust when the universe is guiding us in a certain direction that we are going to go that direction. We really have to learn to embrace the journey. I think that's the biggest thing about learning to dance in the rain, so to speak is understanding that life is a journey filled with those unexpected detours and obstacles, right? Like, and sometimes it's really hard to determine the difference between a detour, an obstacle, or a roadblock. Like that's been probably the hardest thing for me to address. And I do it with my intuition. Yes. Is what is it? Is this a roadblock? There was one day that everything seemed to be going wrong Um, My sister is trying to sell her house in Susanville, which is a plug for if anybody is looking for how many acres is that? I don't even remember. It's a lot of acres. It's a lot of acres. If you're looking for a place in Susanville, she's got one. Anyways, it just seemed like everything was falling apart. And even she was questioning, is this not the right move? So I I had someplace to go. Don't remember what it was. I got in my car and um, I start talking to my mom and I'm like, is this the right move? Maybe we're not supposed to go. Maybe we're supposed to stay here and she's supposed to stay in Susanville and just whatever. Right. Well, one of our songs for me and my husband that I look at um, as a journey song and it kind of changes which whatever journey we're facing. So now we're facing moving to Vegas is um, Hotel California. 
So I'm saying these things out loud to my mom and Hotel California comes on the radio. That is a clear sign of you're on the right track. This is the journey that you're supposed to be taking. These are not obstacles. These are just some, some, or these are not roadblocks. These are just obstacles and detours. And one of the reasons that they do these obstacles and detours is to find out if we really want something. So if there's something that you're aiming for, if you're trying to build a business or anything, anything that you're trying to do at all, start a relationship, you can ask the universe for those signs and they will give them to you to help you, to guide you through, through the journey, through the path so that you don't have to feel like you are alone. Because I know that that's one thing that I hear a lot from my clients is that they feel alone and they don't know how to quote dance in the rain if they're alone and they feel that way. But I think that it's important for us to learn, first of all, that we're not alone, that we are always, always, always surrounded by our loved ones on the other side. Like that's something that I realized early on is even when I think I'm alone, I'm not. <laughs> and the universe loves to to play songs to remind me of that. And, and it, it's awesome. Um, it, we are never alone. However, when you are physically alone and within yourself, you're supposed to love that. You're supposed to love yourself. You're supposed to be okay with being alone because that too is a part of the journey. And if you're not okay with being alone with yourself, how can you be with somebody else? So we have to look at all of these things in the journey. Um, when it comes to that loneliness, like I said, that I hear from a lot of people, sometimes this is the universe trying to teach us, not necessarily that we're alone, but how to be alone. I've mentioned before that after my divorce, I dated for a little while. And then I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I need something. I need a break. And I took a break from dating for a while to figure myself out. And that was a very important part of that journey. And I highly suggest that to anybody after you go through a divorce to take some time to get to know who you are. Because you have to be able to love yourself. You have to be able to know who you are in order for this journey to be what it's supposed to be. And if you're down on yourself all the time, how are you going to dance in the rain? I think we get somewhere in our head that we're supposed to be perfect, that we're supposed to not make mistakes. And if we make mistakes, our past is tainted, um, our future is tainted or whatever. But the fact of the matter is we're supposed to not be perfect. Again, I, I I talked about this earlier, that if we were always happy, it would be like heaven. Well, if we were perfect, that would be pretty close to heaven. I don't even think we're perfect there because we're still very much learning. But here is not about that. It's not about perfection. What it's about is learning and changing our viewpoints to make life better for us and for the people around us. Um. There's so, so much that goes along with this, really. Um, but a few other things that I'd like to talk about before we go to break here. Well, I guess this kind of goes along with what we were just talking about is one of the big things that we need to do is to let go of the past. Is you can't change the past. Dolores Cannon, if you're familiar with her, she she has um, a clip. I actually came across it on TikTok recently where she's saying the same thing. Let it go. Were you abused as a child? Well, let it go because it's in the past. You might carry damage from that, 
but that damage does not need to affect you today. And it does affect us today. Trust me, my damage still affects me today. But the point is, is it's not supposed to. We're supposed to let it go. We're supposed to let go of the past and learn to move forward so that the journey can be easier. Because if we hold on to the past, we're just making this difficult for ourselves. Think about this for a second. When you're by yourself and you're, you know, having a day, what are you doing in your head? Are you thinking about your past mistakes? Are you thinking about how you shouldn't have done that? How, you know, this made you a bad person? Or even on the flip side, thinking about the past of something that somebody else did to you. You can make yourself sit in those memories if you're going to bring them up. You can't, like, when it comes to those memories, when it comes to the past, when it comes to the things that you've done wrong, that's where they're supposed to stay. They're supposed to stay in the past, but you're still supposed to learn from them. I feel like what our higher self and what the universe is looking for from us is just that we do better than the last time. We don't have to be perfect. We're not supposed to be perfect. We're just supposed to do better than the last time. So if you have a situation in your past where you feel like you didn't do something entirely correct, then it's supposed to be learned from. I made a lot of mistakes in my first marriage. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like it was a practice marriage, if that makes any sense. Um, it was uh, a lot of things that I didn't even see in myself. And money was one of those things because I was raised with really, really bad money habits. So one of the things that I learned was to not really include my husband in money things. I took care of the money issues. I kept them to myself. When money was bad, I kept it to myself. Um, I didn't want to talk about it at all with him. This is something that was very hard for me to get past and to move on so that I don't do that in my marriage now, but I don't do that in my marriage now. As hard as it is for me sometimes to talk about finances and to you know, really level with the situation, I had to let go of the damage from the past, the things that I did in the past, instead of saying, well, this is the way I've always done things, and I'm going to continue to do them. That wasn't a good way for me to do things. It didn't feel right. It didn't help the relationship. So I have to let go of the mistakes I made, but I have to learn from them. And I have to change to make sure that I don't make the same mistakes in the future. So letting go of the past, whatever that means to you, whatever it is, is very, very important. It'll always be there. It'll always be your past. That's not going to change. But it's important to know that those are all learning lessons. Everything that you've been through in your life this far has been for a purpose. Nothing happens without reason. Even the things that happened to us as a kid. And I really believe this because I feel like if we don't, if we didn't have any damage, like I'm sure most of you that are listening have some form of childhood trauma, whether it's with your parents or being bullied or something like that. If we didn't have any of that, if we grew up in a perfect world, we wouldn't know what it's like to be resilient, to help others that have been through the same thing. We wouldn't if we didn't have this damage to undo, we wouldn't learn as much as we do. That's really hard to grasp. And when people talk about certain things in society that are just not fair, that's where I tend to go with them. Even with my own history, I look at my upbringing as 
that those are my lessons. There's things I needed to learn from that. There's also things that my parents needed to learn from that. And same with yours. If you were in a situation where you had an abusive parent, that situation happened also for your parent to learn. And if they went through their entire life without apologizing to you, without trying to make it right, without learning from it, then they probably didn't learn the lesson. And that was kind of my mom's case. And that's one of the reasons why she's so instrumental in my life now is because she's trying to make right with the things that she did and trying to teach me the things that she never taught me. And our loved ones will do that for us. We just have to be open to it, especially the mothers, especially. I don't, I didn't have like a stable father figure. So I don't really know what the dads do when, you know, when they pass away, I've seen them be a help, but I'll tell you that the mothers tend to be when life changes. It really is. And my mom really has been instrumental in all of these things in my life. And um, every time I do one of these episodes, she's here with me, guiding me, helping me. So, yeah, you have to let go of the past and the things that were done because she's a different person now on the other side. And if I held against her everything that she did when I was a child, when I was a child, just because she never apologized to me in life, I wouldn't have this kind of relationship with her. She might still be trying to do the things that she's doing, but I wouldn't recognize them. So if you see where I'm going with this, if you have those feelings from the past of people that have passed on, your parents, or even if they're still alive, let it go. Um, You'll feel better and it will help you to heal yourself. All right. So let's go ahead and take a break. We will be right back, everyone, and we will talk more about learning to dance in the rain. Stay tuned, friends. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back, friends. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we are talking about learning to dance in the rain. And before we went to break, we were kind of talking about letting go, right? Letting go of the past. But there's some other things that if we really want to learn how to dance in the rain, accept those difficult times in our life and to push through them with positivity, there's some other things that we need to let go of. First of all, it's really important to limit your exposure to negative things. And by this, I'm not just talking about people. I'm also talking about things like TV, movies, especially the news. Sometimes people think that I'm naive because I don't watch the news, but I'll tell you that I did for a lot of my life, I did. And probably around 40 years old, I wanna say that stopped. Um, I couldn't anymore, it wasn't worth it. I was feeling like, um, this is making me insane watching this all the time. What good is it going to do me? There was one time where I heard something about uh, North Korea and they're going to blow us up. Right. And I couldn't get it out of my head. And I was like, nope, that's it. I don't need to worry about this at all. So I stopped watching the news. I know what's going on in the world to a certain extent. I see things on TikTok. I see things on Facebook. I hear things from people. But for the most part, I don't know all of these details. I don't start my morning by hearing about somebody that was shot in my neighborhood or, you know what I mean? Like the way that the news does it, it's like, can we just start off on a positive note? Does it have, does all the news have to be bad? Like, I know that there's a country where they don't do that, where their news is positive, but that's not the United States. And that's probably not what's going on where you live. So if the news is negative where you live, avoid it. Really, you're not missing anything. I know you might think that you are, but trust me, after you let it go, you're going to notice how much better you feel. I, I just, it's really, I would love to just write it in the sky, stop watching the news. It's all lies anyways. So it's like, what's the point? Anyways, something else that we need to let go of um, is people that bring us down. The company that you keep matters. And the universe will bring the right people to you and it will push the wrong people out. I have seen this tenfold since my spiritual awakening. There are people that I used to be really close with that have just vanished. They vanished. There was this girl that I went to school with starting in preschool. I had seen her recently, actually. Um, you know, it wasn't a close relationship or anything she had medium abilities as well. Like she would occasionally give me messages from my grandmother. Um, all of a sudden she just vanished. She blocked me uh, after I came out as being a psychic and it confused me. But what I hear is when I connect to that situation is that her energy was not good for me. And she was one of the people that had to go. And there's a lot of these people. And a lot of times we just don't understand especially like if you're going through a spiritual awakening and you start to notice that the universe is pushing these people out because that will happen when you go through this, it can be really, really confusing. It can make you feel like there is something wrong with you. But think about it for a second. First of all, it's really, really easy to be negative, right? 
it's way easier to be negative than it is to be positive. So if you're around somebody that's negative all the time, eventually you're going to start to feel negative too, because it's contagious and it's just easier. It's really hard for people when you're super positive to not think that you're annoying. I mean, I'll be honest. I know that there's a lot of people that probably find me really annoying because for the most part, I want to be that light and I want to be that positive person, but I also avoid negativity like it's the plague. I, I mean, I, you know, I hear from my clients and that kind of thing, but that's my job. And when my job is done, I brush it off and I move on. But as far as the people that I surround myself with, I will not allow people in my life that just constantly want to bring me down. My own biological father is one of them. It's just not worth it. We have to be happy while we're here. And if people are dragging us down all the time, how are we supposed to be happy? And again, I'm not saying we're going to be happy all the time, but if you're surrounded by negativity and negative people all the time, it's just not possible. I love my grandmother very, very much, but in life, I hated being around her. Not when I took care of her when she was older, that was different. But when I was younger, I really like, like in my teenage years, when I started to realize what was going on, I hated being around her because it was just so negative. And I also realized that from being around her so much between like, you know, being born and like 12 years old, that I had picked up a lot of her negativity as well. And I, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle all of every time that I would say something good, you know, oh, this happened. It's like, well, this could happen. No, stop. You know, those type of people are really, really hard to be around. They will bring you down. But on the flip side, it's possible to help them and to bring them up. But sometimes, again, people don't want to be helped and they just want to sit in their negativity. And those are the people that, unfortunately, they just have to go because they're not doing you any good by being negative in your life and bringing you down. You, and, you know, if it's somebody like you work with somebody or or whatever and you can't just be done with them, you just distance yourself and remind yourself, remind you that it's not you. If you're trying to be that positive person or, you know, like me, I, I really try and be the light for people, but there's still a lot of negativity that I do come in contact with. I just remind myself that everybody has their own story and everybody's struggling and, you know, they've had their own damage and it's sad that people can be that negative, but I don't want to be there. I don't want to be negative like that. So I try and bring in the positivity. So you know, in situations, certain situations that might be, you might be able to help with your positivity, but if you can't, it's okay to just say goodbye to those people. Just let them go, let go of a job. If there's an unhealthy job, you don't need to be there. There's so many jobs out there. And especially if it's not aligned with your purpose, why are you sitting in that job? The universe doesn't want us to do that. It doesn't want us to go to work just because we have to make a paycheck. It wants us to enjoy what we do. How, how much of your time do you spend working? And if you hate your job, how are you supposed to love everything else in your life? It really is a lot about balance. And that's another thing with learning to dance in the rain is learning the balance, learning to have a little of this and a little of that and not let anything tip the scales one way or another. And that can be really hard, but it absolutely can be done. 
it's also okay to have bad days. We talked about not being perfect. This is a little bit different. This is allowing yourself to have those days, but first of all, not sitting in them the next day, but not beating yourself up about it. This is a big change that I made in my life where I used to like wake up every morning and and if I, you know, started those fake arguments in my head or started living in the past or blah, 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 that's how I would start my day. But I don't do that anymore. But sometimes bad days still happen. So what I do is I just deal with it when it happens. And I tell myself, today is just a bad day. Tomorrow is not going to be the same. Tomorrow is going to be better. And most of the time it is. Life just has a way of doing that where it's like, sometimes I go, sometimes I go a long time without a bad day and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> it's been like weeks without a bad day. Is one coming soon? You know, because that's just kind of how life goes is not all days are going to be good. So it's okay to have the bad days. That's when we feel those feelings. Like I said earlier, we want to feel those feelings, um, learn from them, learn what we don't want to feel again. And that helps us to to learn in other areas, because if you have a feeling that you're struggling with and you don't want to feel it anymore, then we kind of have to look at like, okay, well, why am I having this feeling and how do I get past it? You know, honestly, the biggest slap across the face that I've had since the spiritual awakening was that I'm the one that's in control of my life. Think about that for a second. Each one of us is in control of our life. Now, you may say there's, you know, circumstances that are beyond your control, but those are just the things that are handed to us as our obstacles because nothing can just be, you know, smooth all the way or we're not learning from it, right? So that was really like when I realized that, when I realized that I'm I'm the one that's creating my own problems. I'm the one that's creating the reality that I live in. I'm the one that's creating how I look at people and how I treat people and how I judge people. Nobody else has control over that. It is not my mother's fault that I am the way that I am. It is my fault for not fixing the things that I haven't fixed yet. And that is what I've been working on. And that's what I really try and help people with is so that you realize, we all realize, and then I can even help myself when I'm in bad a bad place, is that the only person that has any control over your life is you. If you're sitting every day in this place where it's dark and gloomy, you are the only one that can bring yourself out of it. There is not some little fairy that's going to come down and go, come on, let's go. I'm going to make this better for you. You're that little fairy in your life. Yes, we all have our guides. We all have our angels and, and all of that. But that's not going to pull us out of the pit. We have to pull ourselves out. We have to be the strong one and say, I'm going to learn something from this. I'm going to whatever it is, whatever you need to do. Um, if it's something that you need to change, whatever, I'm going to be responsible for my own life. And I'm not going to wait for somebody else to come along and change things for me because nobody's going to. It really is up to us. And in that lesson, I also learned the art of self-compassion. And this is something that not a lot of people have. And I feel like it is very important is that when you do something wrong, when you make a mistake, when you're having a hard time or anything like that goes, you need to love yourself still. I heard something recently, it was along the lines of 
when you talk to your best friend, would you talk to your best friend the way you talk to yourself? If you sit in your head and you're constantly putting yourself down and saying, you can't do this and you're this is the way you are and you can't change and you this and that and the other, how, you know, how's that supposed to work? But you wouldn't talk to your best friend like that. You wouldn't say to your best friend, um, you wouldn't put them down like that. And if you would, then they're not your best friend. Um, but you have to treat yourself as your own best friend. Learn the self-compassion and you'll learn to dance in the rain. It's not perfect. It's not all the time. But I think that if we can learn to apply some of these things in our life, as well as gratitude, gratitude is a huge thing, being grateful for what we have, letting go of the need to control things, finding joy in the small things, focusing on our self-care, all of those things will help us to learn to dance in the rain. It, we will learn that when the storm hits, when that storm hits you, that it's not about writing it out, it's about dancing in the rain. And I think that when we learn to do that, we learn our lessons, we grow, we move on to the next level. I'm holding myself back and I will admit that. I'm holding myself back with the way that I am thinking. And my goal for the next week is to stop that so that I can come back to you next week and say, hey, guess what? Some things have changed because I let go of them. And I hope that maybe some of you will do that as well this week, that you will you know, look at some of these things, look at the way that you look at your life, look at the way that you look at people and think about it and and adjust your way of thinking and start loving yourself more and being grateful. And you'll learn how to dance in the rain better. And then next week we'll come back together and maybe some of you would like to call in and tell me about how your week went. We will see, but keep that in mind. So my friends, that is all that I have time for you today. I really hope that I was able to, you know, get some things to you that help your situation. One of the things that I feel happens when I do not just the radio show, but the podcast that I have with my husband, what happens is the, the universe takes over and they talk through me and I allow them to talk through me. So if you picked up a message today from me, it very well could be the universe talking to you. So please make sure to keep that in mind. That's how the universe gets messages through to us, just like those cookies that were given to me yesterday. So everyone, if you would like to find me before next week, you can find me, samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. My podcast with my husband is there, my blog. You can schedule an appointment, everything you need. And then I will meet you back here, same place, same time next week, friends. Until then, I hope that you have a wonderful week and learn to dance in the rain. Peace and love, friends. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.